Hey guys, welcome to the Where Joe and the Curls podcast. I recently completed the Joe Club's 21 Day Writing Challenge created by Joe Franco. Joe is someone who I look up to and admire because we share similar interests, such as traveling, journaling, and podcasting. I joined her challenge because I wanted to develop the habit of journaling every day. I wanted to create a routine. I enjoyed it so much that I think, I believe the first weekend, I bought her yearly membership because that's how much of a good time I was having not only journaling, but with the community that she created around this. As some of you know, I created this podcast to share my experiences and journal entries. Joe has inspired me to create this series, Journal with Joe, which will include many episodes of me sharing journal entries with you. The reason I decided to do this is to show you that we don't remain in the same place. That everything and every time that we journal does not have to come from a dark place. First, I'll share a summary of one of her podcast episodes where she discusses journaling. She states something along the lines like, It all starts with your mind. All it took was for me to skim through my journal and see how many negative journal entries I had. And I started rewriting those events through a more positive lens because at the time, I could not see the good things happening. Similarly, I had the same experience. Some of my journal entries from Morocco, Belgium, Cuba, Colombia, all I did was focus on the negative. I focused on me having anxiety and me having panic attacks or the problems that I was facing without realizing the beauty of it all, that I was able to travel the world despite all of this, despite my fears. Anyways, she continues, we all have multiple lenses to choose from. You can choose to see through the negative or positive ones. You can choose what you think about. In essence, that is self-awareness, which is removing yourself from the experience and becoming the observer. And that is why most people don't journal or like solo dates. It's because they don't want to spend time with their own thoughts. They don't want to observe them. They don't want to pinpoint their patterns. But as Joe says, external changes won't save your problems because they don't address the root of them. And that is why I journal. I journal to discover patterns. I journal to express gratitude. I journal when I don't feel like venting to other people. I journal through the good. I journal through the bad. I found a little friend in me. And that is what I want to give you. A lot of this healing journey and spiritual journey cannot be done alone. And sometimes we feel alone. And through these journal entries that I've written or through me writing, I hope that you can find some connection as I found by joining this club. Some of these connections include the relationship or the correlation between your childhood and your adulthood. Why we become the way we are. Why we do certain things the way we do them. The habits we build. Why we want or why we crave so much love or why we protect ourselves from love why we end up in the career that we do why we want to be seen a certain way why we hide certain things from ourselves 
It's all literally connected to your childhood. And by journaling all these questions, you're able to see the connection. You're able to stop yourself from patterns and habits and beliefs that are no longer working for you. I hope that you have grabbed out your own journal or a pen and a paper so that you can write some of these questions down and journal them on your own time. So the first question says, when did you first become aware of yourself? I knew there was something different about me. I felt like a foreigner in both lands. My accent too heavy in America, my English too well for Dominicans. I became aware of my feelings, feelings of lust, love, jealousy, adventure. I was becoming aware of my body parts, or at least I had to become aware of them well too quick. I became aware of people's roles in my life. I identified people and places as safe or unsafe. Fast forward to adult, when a lot of my parts began revealing themselves to me. As to why I give and why I carry certain emotions with me. Emotions, thoughts, and beliefs that no longer served who I was or where I wanted to go. And much more recently, I found an addiction to becoming an observer. An observer of myself and the world in order to better evolve. The next question says, what major life experiences shaped your view of the world? There was a particular incident with my dad that shifted and changed my relationship with him. That particular moment took away any ounce of respect that I ever had for him. He was a person that was supposed to protect me and instead he left me feeling helpless. Feeling hurt and unprotected influenced the way that I see men. It has made me create a wall to separate myself from others because I no longer want to get hurt physically or emotionally. To be a small child and not feel loved, seen, taken care of has destroyed major relationships as I was scared. Why didn't the people who were supposed to protect me protect me? What did I do to deserve that? But how can I forgive? How can I move forward? And how can I forgive people who hurt me and never apologized? The next one says, write about belonging. We all want to feel a sense of connection, unity, togetherness. We all want to be accepted and loved. That sometimes we reject our true self to obtain the sense of belonging. I've always felt different. I've always felt divided and had to choose moments that I felt safe with being my complete self and having to choose moments where I needed to change or blend in. Like for a job interview when I would straighten my hair or with certain friends when I had to act a certain way. For years, it was a battle because I didn't want to hide. I didn't want to do, wear, buy, look, speak, act like how people and society wanted me to do so. I learned that this is a good thing because you attract people like you. You will get the real experiences because people will be open to sharing a part of themselves with you. But this is not always the case. And not everyone will accept you. Not everyone will be okay with you showing up as your true self. Now it says, write about growing up. I have always felt split in two. Always living a double life. Trying to hide the real version of me because I felt as if I was too much. Or at least that's what people told me. Too much sass. Too much freedom too wild, too dangerous. You become dangerous when you don't play and live according to everyone else's rules and standards. You become a black sheep, shunning away because you chose a life of zero constraints rather than a life behind bars. Because what's the difference between those in prison and those on the outside living life based on others? Now it says define accomplishment. We assume that when speaking of accomplishments, we have to discuss the big university that we graduated from, the car and the house that got us into debt, or the titles of being with someone that we obtained, whether that's fiance, wife, husband, without realizing the day-to-day ones that got us to where we are. 
Because in reality, nothing is achieved in a day. We got to where we're at by literally building and stacking up on each day. Accomplishments to me are also those small ones that fill up your cup and provide you with a sense of enjoyment when completed. Accomplishment to me is getting up out of bed with enough time to make a tea, showing up to the gym when I said I wouldn't. Accomplishments to me are small things that lead to the big ones. The next question says, what has surprised you about the course of your life? It's all connected. Every single place, person, and thing that has shown up in your life is a part of the unique puzzle, plan, and purpose that the universe has for you. There are no coincidences. Every single thing happens for a reason, but you must be willing to be open and seeing it that way. You must be open to embracing this idea. You must come to an agreement with the universe that you will embrace both beginnings and endings with the same acceptance and warm embrace. Things enter and leave your life when they are meant to do so. And there is nothing that you can do to stop it. The next question was, what's your relationship with memory? And I wrote, I rarely ever lived in the present. I always, I was always replaying conversations or previous experiences, whether I thought that they were embarrassing or beautiful. If I wasn't in the past, I was trying to construct the future. I realized that neither were beneficial to me and the lifestyle that I wanted to create. I became fixated on shifting my perspective. I became addicted to being present. Yet I do not discredit the power of a good memory. The ability to shift to a past moment with someone that you'll never be able to see again. To remember the views of Machu Picchu or the desert of Israel. To remind yourself of an experience with a lover on a beach as the sun came down. Or remembering how your grandmother smells. Someday when all of our youth is gone, we will only be able to sit and look at a photo album, or through our journal, and remember exactly who we were at that moment. The next question says, write about rebirth. Rebirth is exactly as it sounds, an opportunity to be reborn in this lifetime, an awakening, a second chance. Most people would argue against second chances. Have they experienced it firsthand? A rebirth, although associated with a traumatic experience, the moment you saw your life flashing before your eyes, can be beautiful. I thought life had given me a second chance when I almost overdosed on edibles in Colorado or right after I lost my cousin. But my real rebirth was beautiful. It was a story that I can tell my kids. Mine happened on the floor of the JFK airport on my way to Jamaica. It was the first time that I actually listened to the deep voice inside of me. It was telling me that it was time to drop off my luggage, that what I was carrying was no longer useful to me. The moments that I experienced after that were so powerful that they altered my brain. It gave me a reset. The next question is, what are you grieving right now? I wrote, the loss of innocence, having to grow up too fast, too soon. The adventurous person that I was, where death had not made its home, where death and fear were foreign. How safe I used to feel in New York City, where I felt secure to ride the trains late at night and early mornings. I grieve the loss of time, time wasted. Time will never get back. How fast time is going. The few moments in my life where I actually felt safe with no need to protect myself. The loss of moments that we will never get back. How do you currently feel about yourself? That first sip of an iced coffee during a rainy day. Reaching the near end of a book that you did not want to finish yet. Finishing a workout that you did not want to start. 
seeing your favorite waiter at your favorite restaurant, or when your friend finally books that flight to the country that you've been longing to meet. I am excited to be within me. Most won't understand, but I love being wherever I am. I genuinely love being with myself, my thoughts, my jokes, my stories. I feel like a complete badass when I do the things that I said I would, showing up for myself time and time again. And now I want to end it with how Joe began our Joe Club meet. And the question that she asked us was, what do you want to give to the world? And I wrote, I want to give to the world a sense of relief, peace, love, and connection. We often feel isolated because we think that our problems, emotions, situations aren't universal. I want to let the world know that most times we suffer similarly and we can get out the same suffering together. I want to show people to dream and live big, to live life on edge. We often don't grasp how short life is. We wait for the perfect moment and time to save, to travel, to love, to be kind to others and ourselves. But we are wasting precious time that we will never get back. I absolutely love the 21 day writing club with Joe because it allowed me to connect further in. Sometimes I just write on my day-to-day basis as I'm traveling, how I'm feeling at the moment. But these were questions that took me back to my past that allowed me to reflect on becoming a better person that made me see the future too, not just the past. And in terms of being in that club, being in that part of the community, I wanna share an instance that happened. She used to break us out into groups And during one of the breakouts, I was reading part of my journal entry and I skipped through this part because I felt like it was too dark or that the people who I was sharing it to wouldn't understand. And again, these are complete strangers. As I finished it, another girl went and shared hers and she had literally wrote the same thing that I had written. Oh, and I got goosebumps now. And that was the moment that it clicked for me. We all go through the same things. We just don't like talking about it we don't like being vulnerable we don't like sharing how we're feeling because we don't think that people will understand that really helped me put everything into perspective which is why i want to continue to show you guys deeper into my journal entries i know i usually share them as i'm talking about the country or the experience but i want to show you guys more i want to show you how i got myself out of that dark place i want to show you the dark moments so that you can understand that we all go through these things and that if i got out of it so can you Now, thank you guys for tuning in and the episode, how I always end it, by reminding you of your power. You are beautiful. You are smart. You are capable of achieving anything that you put your mind to. You are capable of healing on your own. You are capable of doing and shifting your life whenever you choose. You can literally start today. Don't wait until January 2nd to start on your goals. Start them now. And again, if you ever need help, you can always reach out to me.